When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't blame the Nets for saying, get out of here. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Ian, I know you've got a Nets hat there. Put it on. The Kyrie Irving era. Sum it up for me. High expectations and medium return. Today's guests, Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner. Host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick. Jets wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes. It is the Tuesday edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live from Los Angeles, California. It is Super Bowl week in Arizona. We are taking off for the Super Bowl state once we're done right here in Los Angeles, California, here on this Tuesday program, we got young kids galore calling into this show. And then an OG friend of mine, Dan Patrick, calling in uh, at the top of hour number two, surrounded by Sauce Gardner, your defensive rookie of the year candidate, Garrett Wilson, your offensive rookie of the year candidate. Trevor Lawrence in hour number three, fresh off of a Pro Bowl stint. And then, of course, as we all know, uh, losing to Kansas City in the divisional round after coming back on the Los Angeles Chargers in the uh, wild card round of the playoffs. He put the wild in the wild card round. And then you uh, can call us at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. All of us have our bags packed. As soon as this show is over, we're making a beeline for Los Angeles International to make our flight on time so we can join you and you us on the Roku channel and this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate for the next three days from the Super Bowl experience in downtown Phoenix. And we've got a great guest list set for you and us once we get there. Oh, hello, Christopher Brockman. Hello, How are you, sir? Rich. What's up, man? I yeah. got my comfy pants on. Let's go. I've got a whole comfortable outfit on. You look great. <laughs> I am. You look relaxed. I cannot wait. I mean, uh, just to go from big chair to big chair all the way to Phoenix, it's great. Uh, and, Three drinks. And, uh, Bring them to me. DJ Mikey Diaz and D's Nuts is already there. How are you, Jason Fellow? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Rich? How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am great. There's lots of uh, content that you have created for this program today. I can't <laughs> yeah, wait to get I'm to it. so thrilled. We didn't have time for it yesterday, but... Um, you have uh, you have plans for Phoenix that I can't wait to uh, to un- unwrap for everybody. I have plans tonight. Good to see tonight. <laughs> Whoa, tonight. Oh, DJ wait. Mikey D is in D's nuts is already there. <laughs> TJ Jefferson, I heard that snap of the bick like the uh, candle is lit. What's going on <laughs> over there, lit. sir? Brotman's right. When I came in, the first thing I said to you is like, "Man, you look comfortable." And then I used the word I can't say on on Roku, but I it signified that you look very comfortable. I am. So I'm saying I am comfortable. <laughs> I'm ready to roll. Let's go. Very excited. Super Bowl. Can't blue. I got two Jets coming on, and I can't wait to hear what they oh, have to say about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> roll on the Rich Eisen Thank show. Thank you very Everybody. much. A little Stephen Dorf to wake us up our Tuesday morning wow. here in Los Angeles. <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Nah, I wasn't expecting the Dorf. Sometimes the you know the mouse is where it's supposed to be. It just happens. Good to see everybody here. Uh, all right. You know what? Um, Let's spend a little time on Jalen Hurts. Let's be fair and balanced. Let's do it, man. I like this kid. As you know, I, I started yesterday showing saying, saying this is the Mahomes week. 
because he is now in Super Bowl number three in five attempts in a row in the AFC Championship game. First five years as a starter, he's made the AFC Championship five times. He's now made the Super Bowl three times. If he wins, it gives him two. That's pretty good. Puts him uh, on pace, on track to get in the orbit in the galaxy that Tom Brady now resides all by himself. He's the last of us in that galaxy right there. Uh, I'm the last of my kind. So he uh, obviously is front and center, and he was last night at the media night. So is Jalen Hurts. Spend some time on this young man. Uh, When when they won the Eagles, the NFC Championship game, I I took to Twitter and I put together a a string of tweets that – Pleased to say, went uh, went a little bit viral. Um, even NFL Network decided to make a, a nice array out of the tweets for its Instagram page, and um, and I, I think part of the reason why it got viral and got picked up is because it is an amazing story. And as you pointed out, Chris, when I just said his name, you're like, I like that guy. Yeah, he's so incredibly likable. Absolutely. And um, I shouldn't like him, and I do. And his story <laughs> is so amazing that it needs to just be repeated as he is in the Super Bowl town as a Super Bowl quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, it's not going to be the first championship game of his life because his journey in Alabama, where he was playing his college football, he gets benched in the middle of a national championship game. We all know this story, but it just bears repeating just to say it all out loud. That he is 26-2 and two as a starting quarterback for Nick Saban. And he gets into the national championship game against their hated rival, Georgia. And he's benched in halftime. And in comes Tua Tungo Vailoa, starting a conversation across the country saying, Oh gosh. Guy wins 26 of 28 games as a starter, and Nick Saban's benching him for somebody whose name I can't even pronounce. And and Tua throws three touchdown passes, including one in overtime, to win. And the entire offseason and that night is consumed by, oh gosh, the NFL can't wait for Tua to come. As a matter of fact, the conversation was the Miami Dolphins fell so in love with him, they started tanking for him on the spot. When he looked off the safety and found, by the way, Jalen's current teammate, Devontae Smith, in the end zone for that touchdown. And he becomes the starter the next year. So quit asking. (laughs) And he, Tua, dominates in that season. And watching the entire time in this era when kids, when they're passed over for the other guy and done so in the middle of the whole country's viewing window. Kid says, I'm out. I transfer. Instead, Jalen Hurts not only didn't transfer, he stayed, and he didn't pout, and he didn't do a single thing except stand there and support Tua and prepare as if he needed to play the game, like a professional. And he was there the entire time watching Tua light it up I mean, absolutely light it up all season. Going into the SEC championship game the following year, Tua Tungo-Vailoa had an incredible season where he threw only two interceptions and 36 touchdown passes. So not only is Hurts watching, 
the entire country is saying Saban made the right move all along. Not only did they win the night that he inserted Tua, but their kid throws 36 touchdown passes, two interceptions. The whole country saying he's going to be the first overall pick. Meanwhile, there is a kid from Ohio um, having boiling blood down there in the bayou saying, well, we'll wait on that. But at the time, it was Tua's gig. And 11 months after he gets supplanted in the middle of the game, national championship game, in Atlanta, between Georgia and Alabama, Georgia and Alabama are back in Atlanta, same building, same teams. Now they're battling it out for the SEC championship. Tua throws two interceptions. He is hurt. He's in the blue tent for much of the game. He gets stepped on by his own lineman with 11 minutes to go, and Saban goes, that's it. You're out. Hurts. Grab your helmet. Think about that. Hurts. You're in. Same opponent, same building. Go get him, kiddo. (laughs) And what Hurts does is march down the field, a game-tying touchdown pass to current Sean Payton wide receiver in Denver, Jerry Judy, capping a 16-play, 80-yard drive, to tie the game, a fake punt by Georgia blows up in their face. Hertz gets back on the field, marches down, and runs one in 15 yards out with a minute remaining, and Alabama beats Georgia again. And it's Hertz now. And what does Alabama do after that? And they tell Hertz, thanks for the thanks for playing. Adios. Thanks for playing. And they go to the college football championship. They beat Oklahoma with Tua, wind up playing Clemson, and they wind up losing to our third-hour guest, Trevor Lawrence. And um, Tua starts that game, too. Thanks, Jalen. See ya. At that point, Jalen goes, fine, I'll go to Oklahoma. And he goes there and makes the Heisman Trophy finalist podium with what he does in Oklahoma. Doesn't win it there like his predecessors, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. But he does get to the podium. And okay, now here's the kid who gets benched at Alabama, guts it out, way to go, wins the game, has to go somewhere else, doesn't win the Heisman like the two previous guys did, falls through the first round. And Philadelphia is the one that drafts him. Really? Because they got Carson Wentz. Really? Okay, let's see what happens. Jalen has to sit and watch. Finally, two-thirds of the way through the season, which Carson Wentz plays so horribly, Doug Peterson, after saying, while Wentz is playing horribly, he's the guy, we're not going to Hurts, goes to Hurts. And the kid lights it up. Only to be benched in the final game of the season because they needed to see what they had in the third-string guy. I still can't wait to get the 30-for-30 background on that benching. Don't understand it. Don't get it. Hurts is standing there in front of the whole country because, again, it's a Sunday night football game in which the Eagles are out because Wentz was so horrible in the first two-thirds of the season. Washington needs to win to get in, and if they lose, the Giants get in. The New York football market and the Washington, D.C. football market, the entire East Coast seaboard from New England pretty much all the way down to the Carolinas is watching. The whole country might be watching. And he gets benched again. Next year, it's his job. 
he gets the team through to the playoffs, barely, seventh round, seventh seed. They go to Tampa. They get curb stomped by Tom Brady, one and done. You're going to this year. And even then, there are people in Philadelphia who are like, why are we sticking with this guy? All these first-round draft choices that Howie Roseman is amassing, it's got to be for some kid that we're going to draft. Once again, overlooked. Now here he is, Super Bowl quarterback. Unbelievable. MVP candidate, Super Bowl quarterback, the owner of the Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie, knowing that it's a contract year, by the way, for Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he's a second-round pick, you don't get a fifth-year option on him. It's coming up. Contract year's coming up for Jalen Hurts. Are you going to let him walk into his fourth year and not pay him? He's going to, after all this, going to walk in with no contract extension. Really, when guys who don't get to this level, three years into their career, get pizzade like Kyler Murray, the guy who he followed in Oklahoma. We're not going to pay him, right? Jeff Lurie says he's already proven everything. He's our guy. Bag on the table for Jeffrey Lurie. You even said it yesterday, Chris, in the overreaction Monday. Shouldn't he be get the most guaranteed yeah. money of any quarterback that's out there that's being asked to be paid right now, including Herbert and Burrow? And you got to say, yeah. Especially if he wins on Sunday. More than Lamar? I mean, More than anybody who wants their money right now. Absolutely. He's gotten the Philadelphia Eagles back to the Super Bowl. He's an MVP candidate. I think he would probably have won it. For sure he will win it. Like I think we'd go into this game like he's definitely the guy if he didn't get hurt and the Eagles finished up with just one loss on their docket, having maybe gone into Dallas and beaten Dallas, and then that New Orleans game wouldn't have unfolded that way, one would think. Un. Believable story and the fact that he can win it all and in many different parts of this football-loving nation, favored to do so, despite the underdog shirts that Jason Kelsey and some of the other Eagles came off the plane in yesterday. What a story. Can't believe it. Love it. This is what Jalen Hurts had to say last night about how everything I just laid out for you still plays in his heart and mind every day of his life. There's nothing new. Um, you know, it's something that I embrace. It's something that I embrace. I embraced all of the opinions. I embraced all of the, the hate, the doubt. Um, and I didn't let it define me. And I, and I won't start letting it define me now. So, Love it. That's how you lead a team. That's how people follow. That's Let's what go. you want. Let's go, baby. That's what you want. Let's go. When you have an NFL team, that's the guy. Philadelphia found a, a good one, and Jeff Lurie intends to pay him, and he deserves every penny. And what a testament to hard work and self-belief. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Sauce Gardner lacking zero in the, um, what you want to say, uh, doubt department. <laughs> one of the best in the NFL. Now, just one year in, he's exactly why I wanted the Jets to draft him. Culture changer, baller on the field. Garrett Wilson as well. Two rookie of the year candidates. 
And I'm sure Garrett Wilson would have had another teammate up there had he not gotten hurt in Brees Hall. That's for darn sure. Those are our guests, first two player guests, Dan Patrick in between them, Trevor Lawrence after him. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. When we come back, Sauce Gardner. Bring me sauce! (laughs) That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. The Rich Eisen Show Radio <laughs> Network rejoining us here on the Roku channel. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. When the New York Jets sat there fourth overall in the draft, who did I who did I come back from the combine and say, I want this guy? Man, you are talking about yeah. this dude. You were team sauce. Everyone thinks they need this so offensive guy, then an offensive guy, and you know, they had two first rounders in the top ten. So uh, I'm like, but we'll get the offensive guy later. This was your guy from day one. Jump. Jump. I said, bring, I said, bring me sauce. You wanted all the sauce. You wanted every the lemon last pepper, ounce the barbecue, the yes. honey mustard. All of it. Every, every combination possible. Pomodoro, marinara, all of it. I wanted it. You wanted it. You demanded it. <laughs> yes. Needed it. You needed that I sauce. I said, bring me sauce. And I said the same thing for Super Bowl week. He's a defensive rookie of the year candidate, courtesy of Tums. Sauce Gardner. How you doing, Sauce? Hey, man, I'm great, man. How you doing? I appreciate you for having me as well. Man. You know that. Always, it's always great to be, to be here, man, please, with you. Please, Sauce, am I the first to have pounded the table for you from New York City that you'd heard of? Am I the first to say, bring me Sauce oh, no, Gardner? Definitely. Right. Definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> you and I are always going to have this. Always. <laughs> you know that, right? Always. Yeah, 100%, man. It I will, do. It will never be broken the bond will never be broken i could have honestly i said i i don't care about anybody else i want sauce garden i envisioned your success in new york before anybody else so um i i i, I couldn't what i don't know where i'm going with this i'm just so excited you're looking like it's kind of like you want to pat on the back yourself for sauces you uh, know greatness <laughs> no, man, i appreciate it man. very good I appreciate it. Okay. I'm just covering one. That's all I'm doing. Uh, so how do you rate your season? 
sauce? How do you rate um, it? I would probably say, I mean, it was pretty decent. I mean, it's a lot of plays. There's a lot of plays I missed out on. A lot of plays that, that could have been made on my end. You know, I feel like that could have changed the game even more. So, you know, I can't just say I had this great season or I had this this awesome season because there's so many plays that that I could have made to help to help the team. So, yeah, man. I don't know. Above average for sure. Well, I mean, first team All Pro as a rookie. Uh, that's that. That's uh, that. You don't just come right out of the box usually and do that. Certainly at a position like corner for sure. So for you, what do you think you need to improve on, then, Sauce Gardner? Uh, it's a lot, man. Let me see. First of all, all type of takeaways. Like I have opportunities to intercept the ball, to punch at the ball, to rake at it, mm-hmm. get takeaways. Yeah. So I, I would say takeaways, more takeaways for the defense. Okay. Sure, man. I'm just trying to be an even better teammate. You know, I got the the right guys around me, DJ Reed, Quentin Williams, CJ Mosley, and a lot of other guys who I could just learn from. So you know, I'm trying to be an even better teammate. So that's those are the two main things. Okay. What's an aspect of living in New York, New Jersey that you, you, you learned about? You didn't know going in. You're a kid from Detroit, played college in Cincinnati. What about living in New York and New Jersey that's new for you? Sounds- uh, Jer- Jersey, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's quiet. It's not too much going on. But mm-hmm. like in terms of New York, like everybody, I, I, w- I would say it's a manner thing. Like <laughs> people really be walking extra fast. and mm-hmm. Like they make mistakes bumping to you, but they walk so fast, they don't even say excuse me. So it's like... You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's probably one of the main things. Anytime I'm in New York, pe- people just walk so fast. Well, I mean, when I went to Michigan for the first time and I showed up in Ann Arbor, I'm from Staten Island. I'm from the fifth and forgotten borough of New York City. And um, I couldn't believe that when I would just step a foot in the street in the state of Michigan, cars would stop. Uh, I didn't understand that. So <laughs> I then become to expect that to happen and then when I went back home to New York and I did that, I almost got killed. So that's the difference. That's another difference. People drive fast, too, right? It definitely is People, different. You know what I mean? It's a lot of horns honking mm-hmm. in New York. Okay. Sure. All right. But it seems like you're, you're, you're well-suited for it, right? seems like yeah, you're well-suited nah, definitely. for it. I, I am. I am for sure. All right. Let's jump into this sauce. Did you uh, say on NFL Network this morning that you know something about something about the quarterback position in New York City? Sauce. Yeah, but in terms of that, I was just meaning like, you know, I know Joe, I know Joe Douglas and Coach Sala. I know they're gonna make the best decision that's for the that's for the team. Mm-hmm. That's all I meant by that. I didn't mean that too. I didn't mean that too deep. Too deep. You I, know? I see you're tweeting it, Aaron Rodgers. Though, Sauce, are you tweeting it? Him? Did I see that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I forgot what I had to say to him. It wasn't <laughs> too crazy. Well, actually, that's what your tweet was, is that you said, you know, you reached out to me. You said, oh, no, never mind. I mean, then you hit send on that. What is it? What is, yeah. So it's like I was just like tweeting on my thoughts. So basically, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I had something to say to him mm-hmm. about just life or something in general. I didn't I don't remember, but okay. like I had forgot. I, for, I forgot what I had to say, but I still clicked send. See, now, this is why you're so bold, Sauce, one of the many reasons why, because why would he respond to you 
when you and the rest of the defense went into Lambeau Field, put the bang thing on him, and then you put a, a cheesehead hat on in Lambeau Field. I would think he's, he's not really receptive to hearing from you, Sauce. Right? You say that? Uh, I mean, there's a chance of that, but that's, 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 that's kind of why I deleted the tweet because it's like he's probably not even going to have a response anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? But I don't know if he's still emotional about that. I don't know if he, if he even got emotional about it. You know, was was that out of character for you? I don't see anything like that. You did anything like that the rest of the year, Sauce, right? Um, I see that. I mean, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't think I did anything like that for the rest of this, for the rest of the year. But mm-hmm. like that game, that game was so like it was so electric. Like it was so many Jets fans there, man. So after the game, just looking in the stands and just seeing all the Jets fans still cheering. And, then one of them handed me that cheese head. Like, it was just it was just like a movie. It felt like a movie for real. Well, I mean, and then obviously uh, the plot had a twist towards the end. So uh, was there any issue between the offense and the defense this season in that locker room? No, nah, everything was cool in the locker room. Everything was cool in the building. You know what I mean? Uh, defense, we did our thing. Offense, they did their things. But at the end of the day, we were still like, we're still brothers. Okay. In the locker room, we still we still hung out. We still hung out in the facility and outside of the facility. So it wasn't really that. Like when I say defense, we did what we did. Like defense, we focused on what we had to do to help the team. We wasn't too busy worrying about what the offense had to do because then if we make a mistake, it's like we're watching what they got going on and we're not watching what's right in front of us. So we were just focusing on trying to be most dominant dominant defense that we possibly can be. Well, and of course, and, and obviously you were playing like that. The offense just had so much trouble. I mean, didn't score a touchdown in the last darn near month of the season. And so, uh, you know, that's why I think when, when Roger's name gets mentioned, light bulbs go on. Do, do you think that this is entirely possible based on your two cents, hearing your ear to the ground, what the locker room might think if Aaron Rodgers decides to come? That's all good, in your hood. Uh, dude. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Like, like I said, I'm focused on. I'll be focused on the defense for real. Like, and you probably gotta ask Garrett. You probably, I gotta throw Garrett on him, but you okay. Well, he's coming up next. He's coming up next hour. <laughs> Sauce. Yeah, yeah. I heard you say that. That's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta say that for Garrett. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're passing up that business decision. You let him take the hit. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he don't make a rookie mistake with the hands. No, I mean, look, I mean, look, we all obviously know Zach Wilson uh, struggled in year two, and that's the question. If he's this, I'll just put a point blank question to you, Sauce Gardner, because you and I are like that. If if Zach's the starter next year, week one, that's cool with everybody in the building. I mean, it's cool with the defense. I could only, I, I could, I know Joe mm-hmm. and Coach Sally is gonna make the best decision. I can only talk about like in a game mm-hmm. when we're playing. My my cornerback coach, who that's my that's my right hand guy. That's my right hand guy right there. You know what I mean? First and foremost, mm-hmm. so, he never even let us like. You know, it's easy to get distracted. Like especially when you got a coach in front of you. Y'all watching the tape. We all watching the the tablet, seeing what the offense, what your opponent's doing on the offense side, and then you're watching the offense, and it's like, dang, this is net. Like he was one of the he was the coach like. Who always snapped me, snapped me out of it. 
who always snapped the rest of the secondary out of it. If any, if we got to worrying about everything except what's in front of us, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I don't know. All I can talk about is like in practice, Zach Wilson was that guy. Like he was making throws that Aaron Rodgers would make. Like I already like he is extremely talented and he's a great teammate. Sauce Gardner. So I know it's def it's definitely in him. One hundred percent. Sauce Gardner here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. How was the Pro Bowl? How was that for you? Pro Bowl was cool, man. Who'd you Being meet? Being able to just be there with guys like Ray Lewis, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Snoop Dogg, yeah. like, and being up there with guys who who I went against on Sundays, guys who I talk trash to, talk trash to me, and us just being able to go there and have a great time. Like who? that was that was the, like the good part about it. Who are you talking trash to? <laughs> who are you talking trash to? <laughs> what do you mean? You know, I had like you know, like me and Jamar Chase, we had on the you know, Stefan did like it was it was a lot going on this past season, man. But it was it was, it was cool, like even Tyreek Hill a little bit. But like Tyreek Hill, he he wasn't really talking too much trash, and I wasn't really talking too much trash to him either because I I know like how much he respects the game, and, yeah. and and I know how much he he really just he he a competitor, so he really don't talk too much trash. He try to let his game do the talking. Yeah. So, well, I wouldn't really talk too much trash. Well, I mean, you know, Chase, uh, Jamar's well, one particular beast, but uh, I, I would, uh, I would, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be careful of Diggs. I mean, when you're talking trash to him, that's something I think he files away. Don't you think, Sauce? Like, he files, he, I, that's him. He says he's him, Sauce. No, he, he definitely did say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, if he's him, who are you? Well, who are you if he's him? If he's him, who are you, Sauce? I mean, I'm me. Like, you know, yeah. I don't really, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, there's a lot of hymns out there. You know, there's a lot of guys who said they, you know, okay. they him. All right. Just be careful of Diggs. You see him twice a year, man. I think he files that away. He's going to pop that yeah. one out on you. You be careful. All right, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to give okay. you some help there. I got you, man. I got you. What is Tums Wordy? What is Tums Wordy? What is this game that you're doing with Tums Sauce? What is this? All right, so it, like you guys name my name, I got the nickname Sauce. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, so mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of went for real, you know, because I enjoy the heat of the competition on game day. Yes, sir. First and foremost, and that's like why that's why I'm excited to uh, team up with Tom's on their new word guessing game. Like you said, it's called Tom's Wordy, mm-hmm. and it's for this year's big game. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a word guessing game, and uh, it's, it's gonna get real competitive. And it's something that I wanted to be a part of for sure. Okay, so is it a, is it a game like if I think of something, you have to guess it? Is that what it works? Is that is that how it works? Um, how's it work? They're gonna they're gonna give you like hints. Okay, they're gonna give you hints of what it could possibly be. Yeah. Okay. And you just gotta guess it. Okay. Uh, and like if you can't guess it, then I'm gonna be the guy to help give you the hint. Okay. Like an even even deeper hint. Okay. So let's play it. Uh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of uh, two words, okay? Two words. It's a it's a it's it's what I and and the hint is this is what I really really want from you, Sauce Gardner. Two words. What do you think? <laughs> oh, two words. Yeah, here's a hint. Here's a hint. Here's a hint. One hint. Uh, it's really easy. It's it's the name of the team you play for, okay? So you know what the word is, right? Okay. 
It, it's it? It, yes, correct. That's it. That's the first one. And the second one is the name of the game that's being played Sunday. You got it? You ready? Say it for me. Yeah. Say it for me. Those two words together, Sauce Gardner. Say it. Say it for me, please. Jet Super Bowl. Yes, you win! <laughs> yes! I want to show up. I've been covering 20 of these, man. Okay, this is my 20th Super Bowl sauce. 20! I'm going to show up in a Super Bowl stadium, and I want to see those four letters in the end zone. And I want to see you dancing in it. Do you hear me? Okay. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Is that Tums wordy for you or what? <laughs> yes, sir. I win. I win. What, what do I win? Hold on a minute. The prize is, hold on a minute. Wait for it. Uh, $57,000 cash prize. Hey. Whoa. Hold on. What? No, that's, no? that's backwards. What is that? What is it? 75000 Is that what it is? No. What do you got? I, I win the 57000 I guessed it. Oh! <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh, I left man. my I left my wallet at home. I got five. What do you mean? You got you got ten over there, Chris? You got uh, something? I'm the wrong guy to ask. All right, Chris got a bunch of ones <laughs> over. All, all right, tumswordy.com to sign up for free and get ready for game day. Sauce Gardner, keep balling, keep balling. Whenever you're, when are you going to come to LA at any point in time in in your future? Sauce, man, I was just in LA like twice, oh, like a couple weeks ago during oh. March. Marketing. Okay. Oh, well, you know, this where I'm at. I've been going Come coast on. to coast, man. Like, look, it, it, it's, been, it's been crazy. I, I was just in Vegas. Oh, I was just in Vegas. That. Yes. Yesterday. Uh huh. And instead of me going straight to Arizona from Vegas, I had to come all the way back here for some new marketing wise. Just to go back to Arizona tomorrow. But you cover everything, Sauce. Doesn't matter. We're good. You're young. <laughs> you cover everything. So here's the deal. When you're in Los Angeles, you know, look, I know I'm a 53 year man with 53 year old man with three kids, but I have one show and there's a chair right here. We got to hang. Let's do this, please. Okay. I got you. Excellent. Sure. All right, Sauce. You go crush it. I hope to see you in Arizona. And, and again, what's, what's the Tom's wordy two words? I just want to hear it one more time. What do you got for me? Jet Super Bowl. Hey. <laughs> we all win. Yes, Thank you, Sauce. Take care of yourself. Congrats on a great rookie season. And I hope to see you. I guess I'll see you at NFL Honors. That's for sure, right? You'll be there Thursday night? Oh, hopefully, man. Hopefully. Okay. Very good. I'll see, you. I'll see you there. Thanks again, Sauce. Thank you. It's Sauce Gardner, courtesy of Tums. I need to give him hints. For the defense, it would be good for Zach. Well, Bring me Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Garrett will have the answers to For your question. For the defense, we're good. I think maybe the <laughs> two words. Yeah. I think maybe the two words threw him off because Jet Super Bowl is three words. <laughs> no, I think Super Bowl is one word. Uh, in certain parts, it depends. You could see you've seen it spelled in is one word in a hashtag. So what? <laughs> it's my Tom's wordy game. I get it. It's it your guy. Two words on Google. It's Rich Wordy. <laughs> Jet Super Bowl. Sauce. That's your dude, man. <laughs> I From day uh, one, I mean, I give you it. props. You, I you, came uh, back from the uh, combine. You really did, man. And I, I'm like, I want him. You, That's you, my you, man right there. I just Perfect, saw Jay. the way Perfect. he handles his business. I saw the way he handles his business. He was all pro this year. He's he, ridiculous. When I saw him at the NFL Network 
I guess green room area or shooting room area where they where they they shoot those the prospects in the in the tube the you know the shiny tube yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the confetti nope. and they they tell him you know hold the, the football hero out shots. for those hero shots going to break and whatever I saw him there and I saw him reach for something and I literally saw his wingspan mm-hmm. and I saw how tall he is like and I saw how nice he was to everybody and how chill he was and then I heard stories about him and then. I'll tell this story. I'm walking in with Wink Martindale, who had just gotten the job with the Giants. Okay, not the game show host. Wink (laughs) Martindale. The coach. Yes. And he came in. I'm walking next to him. It's It's the defensive backs day. And the Giants drafted. When did the Giants draft? Didn't they draft fifth in the draft last year? They take sauce right, and then it was them after that? If I'm not mistaken, and and I'm like Giants for fifth, right? Jets for fourth, right? Fourth, fourth. and I remember he said to me walking in, he goes, "There's a kid here today, I would love to get with the fifth overall pick." Now he might have said the same thing to me as I'm walking in with the defensive end group, and Kayvon Thibodeau was, as you know, not working out. Remember, he didn't work out, and we're like, "What's going on?" Yep. Turned out all right. But he walked in, and I knew exactly who he talk, what he was talking about. He's talking about this kid. And I'm like, that's it. Then you asked him about that's his it. season. I want sauce. I, but I made it in my head, walking in after Wink said that to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I walking in, I'm like, I'm going to go back. I'm like, if, the kiss, if this kid works out the way that I think he's going to work out, going back on the air on, on, on this show, first day, coming back, the kid, this is the kid I want. You got him. And then he said above average. That's first a, team all pro. He's a first team all, all pro. pro. That tells you something there. Because he, he really. The names, look at the rest of the names on the first team all pro list. They're you a, all, you asked him for a great. He hesitated. And he was like. Uh, Dynamite. Well, I mean, he's got to be at least, you know, somebody named Sauce. He's got a little bit of humility. In him, <laughs> a whole lot of humility. And then Tariq Woolen, only rookies make the pro Bowl. He was terrific, Tariq Woolen. Yep. He was great. Mm-hmm. Fifth rounder. He was the one uh, who was beat uh, on the. Uh, um, he, he he was the one who was beat on the the Tom Brady um, catch non catch and then uh, Leonard Fournette interception targeting Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, and then Tom Brady got, had him beat. And then and Tom, Tom slipped. Tom got uh, flagged for tripping because he well, he slipped. Yeah. In Germany, craziness. What a day. What a, what a week we got all set up here. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls when we come back. For the first time ever, stream the Super Bowl for free. Super Bowl 57 on Westwood One this Sunday. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station. Streams are by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on our show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Monster.com is there to help you tackle your current job hunt and make your next career move work. Can you imagine a site where you not only go to it and there are millions of job openings and great career advice and then you upload your resume and not only do you get placed into the jet stream to try and find your new job, but it's entirely possible that you're recruited by employers before they even post their jobs. Don't have to worry about imagining it. This is monster.com. I'm telling you, you go to this site. They specialize in building the right teams for employers. So that's when you upload your resume. They know how to match you with those job fits. When you score the position and they don't just leave you alone, monster.com has a salary calculator that ensures you're paid what you are worth. It is all there for you to go and win the job hunt right now. Monster.com. I believe, uh, I, I let me use... Get get his name right. I believe it's Rami in Minnesota. Rami, line one, Jay Felly. What's He's up, back. Rami? How you doing? First in, first up. <laughs> Did I get it right hey, this man. time? Yeah, you pronounced the name right Atta this boy. week. Um, but it's Montana, not Minnesota. <laughs> I said Minnesota because that's the video that we just showed. We just played it. Actually, it is, it is in written. Minnesota. It, Montana, it does say Montana. <laughs> oh my gosh. What's up, Rami? How are you, Mr. Right, Montana? So two things. I'm great. How are you, Rich? I'm good. What's on your mind? Right on. Two things real quick. LeBron and Jalen Hurts. Um, I grew up a Lakers fan as a kid since we we will rock you in the Great Western Forum. Mm-hmm. Um, loved Magic and Kareem. I'm really actually glad to see LeBron pass Kareem in a Lakers uni, even though he'll be primarily remembered as a, a Cav, obviously. Um but uh, and then the Jalen, both parents, both my parents went to OU, and I greatly appreciate Jalen's leadership skills mm-hmm. as the son of a coach and um, an extremely talented quarterback. Um, and as a 49ers fan, I'm rooting for Philly. So uh, All right. I also love start bench cut. So I love that. <laughs> That one with Aaron Rodgers. That was great. Yeah, it was in Minnesota, which is why, I mean, uh, thanks for the call, Rami. I appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, muscle memory. Have a good one. Right right back at you. Be well, brother. They're in in Montana where I I saw news that uh, Yellowstone might be coming to an end, potentially. Well, Costner might be leaving. I don't know. And then McConaughey might be sliding in. I don't know what's going on. All I know is I watched 1923, the night latest episode with Susie last night. What a great show. Yeah, we're going to rip through 1883 and then get to 1923. Just be careful. Ripping through 1883. Well, we watched the first episode. It was like, whoa. Brother, when you get to the end, have a box of tissues handy. 1883? Susie oh, cried gosh. from the first minute to the last. Oh, jeez. All right. And, I mean, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are spectacular. Yeah, he was so good in the first episode. In so. it. Spectacular. All right. Good to know. So, it's so good. Um, but uh, anyway, LeBron. Well, it's funny. Yesterday, we we're, we're spent many a minute on this program talking about his maybe it's me tweet <laughs> uh, after the Lakers did not acquire Kyrie Irving. You took it to mean LeBron thinking that, oh, maybe it's me. Kyrie didn't want to come here. Yeah, still got beat. I took it to mean maybe it's me where he doesn't understand why the Lakers don't go all out to get the team for him to win in his 38th year on the planet, the way that he's currently balling out like he's 
28 right. or he's 18, that whatever it takes, they should go ahead and do. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and do it. That's the way I took it. And he sat down with Michael Wilbon and he talked about how much he likes Kyrie and how he's a guy that he has a chemistry with. And boy, it would have been nice to have gotten a guy who he's got a track record of playing well with. And But he's already moved on. He's After being disappointed, he's placed it aside. And, and uh, that's the maybe it's me. Maybe it's me, but I don't believe he's placing it aside. I have a feeling he's quite pissed. This is his moment. This is his window. This is what I think he probably deep down thinks. The Lakers, you're about winning championships, right? You're about winning, hanging banners. You're about, you know, championships and and statues and moments like the one that he's in line to provide the Lakers tonight with what, 37 points this evening? He needs 36 tonight. To pass it? Yeah, to pass it. Got it. So he needs 36 to pass it, 35 to tie it. The it being the all-time scoring record of one of the all-time great Lakers and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He could be the number one all-time scorer in the history of this great association tonight. And the Lakers, I'm sure, have an entire dog-slash-pony act for the moment it happens. Can you imagine? What if, what if it happens at, like, you know, two minutes to go, tight game? Are you going to stop it? Have a whole ceremony? Have... Uh... I don't know. Yes, right? I mean... I think they're probably hoping it'll be like some 12-point lead, early early fourth. He lights it up. You know, tomorrow night would be truly the night to do it because it's Milwaukee coming in. The reason why... You know, there's no lakes really around here. There's, Thur- there's, there's a Thursday night. There's a th- oh, Thursday night? Yeah. There's a Toluca Lake. You know, there's yeah. some other lakes here. There's Silver Lake, which Silver is Lake, right. the town. Okay. <laughs> but the reason why it's the Los Angeles Lakers is because this team used to belong, you know, to the state of, you know, Minnesota. And right next door is Milwaukee. And there's the Bucks coming in. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, just makes, it just makes sense to me. Even I, though, even though I, it, you know, it's still not... Obviously, if the Timberwolves were in town, there would be Minnesota. Look, all I know is is this is a franchise that's about nights like tonight. And LeBron is the one providing a night like tonight. And that's part of the reason why the Lakers really loved getting him is a generationally Mount Rushmore type guy. So he's probably sitting there saying, I could have gotten Kyrie. Maybe it's me, but I think I would do it. That's what I think maybe it's me means. What I heard, what he said from, you know, the conversation with Wilbon. But what does it matter if, if, if they don't get somebody for him on Thursday night? He says just if, they, if they're healthy getting into the playoffs, they could beat anybody. That's a heck of a statement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got 23. or You're wearing six now, I guess. Right. You got him, you got a chance. And you got Anthony Davis and you got Anthony playing Davis, like that. Who is number 23? He's playing pretty well. So you got a chance with those two guys. Maybe it's me. I don't think he's really turned the page on it. So there's that here in Los Angeles. We're heading to Arizona. Dan Patrick's already there. He's calling us at the top of the next hour to talk about Super Bowl 57. And then Garrett Wilson 
talks to us about what's going on with the JETS, and he's got a chance to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. That's coming up hour two. We are still sitting here on Roku. All right, Jay, next hour we're going we're gonna to get to you. Right on. Why is somebody calling in about this? Do we I, know? Don't, I don't know that guy. All right. <laughs> I think he's a fan. All right. <laughs> Chris in Oregon, hang on. We're going to take your call in a second. I see it down here. Uh, <laughs> this so, is great. Rich, I just saw Roger Sherman. Remember him from a few years ago? I he do. He sat behind him at the tournament. Yeah. So apparently Ed Hockley's law Well, his behind sat in front of me, actually. Right. Ed Hockley's <laughs> law firm is uh, between the Super Bowl Media Center and where a lot of the media are staying. Oh, really? <laughs> and he's like, why? He's like, I walk past it five, six times a day, and I can't stop thinking about Ed in there doing bicep curls. Are you saying Ed, Ed Shingle <laughs> is right in between where we're going to be commuting to work? Yeah. Next three days? Jones, Skelton, and Hockley. Do you want to knock on my door, see if he wants to come by? And <laughs> I think we got to see if he's here's around. What here's what we're going to do. <laughs> why here's, wouldn't we want Ed on? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to invite Ed on to the Rich Eisen show. I will knock on the door. Okay. He knows me. I know him. Yep. We have a history. Um, I will knock on the door and I will say, please come on and we will end one of the shows doing bicep curls together. <laughs> this is the only, because I'm working so hard, I'm not going to have any time to work out. Right. Using the Rich Eisen show time doing bicep curls with Ed Hockley. I think that's great. Boom. That a that's, a that's a show. That's a show. Why am I watching it? Because it's on TV. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> That's how it might go. That's how it might go. <laughs>